1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher.
0: I'm Desi Jettikin.
1: And this is Season 2, Episode 1. Much Ado About Everything.
0: I noticed the titles in this season, and I'm not, like, smart enough to know, but they all seem sort of literary. Oh, really? Did you look
1: ahead at all? I did. No, I didn't. That's really funny, though. There's
0: something about them where there's sort of, like, this thing going on. I was like, I should, like, Google it because I feel like they were doing something. Yeah. Um, Because this is obviously a play on a Shakespeare and I feel like the other ones also seem sort of derived from something like a famous saying or title or something. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's typical of titles in general, but not <laughs> in a show like Melrose.
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um. So we're here. We're at season two. I'm so excited <clears throat> to get into it. I read the Wikipedia recap of season two. Oh, my
0: God. And sweet. I was losing my shit. <laughs> I because I, I've seen it, obviously, but I haven't seen it. I didn't do a rewatch like you did recently yeah. or like in the past few years. Right. So just reading it, I was like, holy shit. Like the recap for season one must have been like a paragraph. Right. <laughs> I didn't check, but there's not really that much there. Uh, but this was like so long. And then just insanity after insanity after insanity, like every storyline. Yeah, there's no there's no clunkers.
1: No, we're out of the sitcom storyline era. Yes, it's over. That's not to say there aren't moments in the series that are like aren't goofy or silly or they're trying to be funny. Well, we have it still going with Joe and Jake for sure. Uh, Yeah,
0: Yeah. but I know that's going to change.
1: So we open with a raging party at the complex The biggest party we have ever seen there, which is kind of
0: surprising, considering it's all young 20-somethings. These people don't have friends outside of the people who live at Melrose Place. And honestly, I don't even buy that Amanda has that many friends.
1: (laughs) Did she hire them? Here's the reality. (laughs) It's not that she doesn't have that many friends I believe she has that many acquaintances, or um, way more acquaintances. Like right. she knows a lot of people, but all of those people at the party did not look like Amanda's type of people.
0: No, they were like free booze,
1: yeah. kind of people. It's like she handed a, fly- a flyer out at the Beverly Center. Yes, and this is also where we f- we see her
0: finally build. As special guest star. And she's always built that way. The rest of the The series. The rest of the series. (laughs) Which is unheard of.
1: And she is one of the few, or she's one of the only cast members, like it's her, Michael Mancini, and I think it might just be her and Michael Mancini who stay on the duration of the show, like who are on from season one to see all through season seven. Right.
0: The other thing I noticed, this is not really that big of a deal, but we see the cast in um, cr- the credits in alphabetical order. Yes. And it's Josie Pizet, Thomas Calabro, and then it goes Grand all the shows. way to S.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, Did I, I just I, noticed that this this time or it was Doug Savant was first. OK, you're right. Yeah. See, I watched the credits all the way through because when I do the this is a behind the scenes, when yeah. I when I do my episode description, I only include the characters that are build in the um in the credit in the opening credits, right? Right. Um so I was like, did I miss I was cause I was anticipating like, did they have they credited Sydney yet in the opening credits? No, no. not yet. Or neither have they started to credit Marsha Cross no. in, in the opening. They're like the guest star. She's still a guest star. Um but yeah Amanda is build or Heather Locklear is built a special guest star the entire run. It's just so funny to me,
0: because she's a cast member.
1: She, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so there's this raging party, and Billy's off in the corner, and he's calling D and D because Allison, she's not there. This is hilarious.
0: That Amanda threw this party knowing Allison had to work late. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just a classic <laughs> move on her part. She actually asked. Allison, like she loaded her up with shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Um And Allison's at D&D and it's like she, she turn a light on Allison. She's working in like, you know, where they have the half lights to save
0: energy. Mm-hmm. That's what she's the whole office is half lit.
1: Yeah. It's like really dark in there and it's empty except for Allison. And Billy's like, where are you? Everyone's here. And she's like, I got to work. Yeah. Alice, uh, Amanda made me. Work
0: late. I don't even know that Amanda made her work late. She just piled her with so much work because Amanda's subtle like that. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. (laughs) So Amanda then, of course, goes up to Billy and she's like, you want to dance? She just can't quit. She really
0: can't. I, I mean, there's this. at this point, we know this is not about Billy. This is just about beating Allison, I think. Yeah. That's sort of because it's like he's not that great.
1: And she's really not that into him that much. They have nothing in common. No. Then we go back to D&D where Allison's working and she gets a phone call and she picks it up. And it's a creepy voice that says, bitch, <laughs> I know where you are. I'll never stop
0: laughing at these phone calls calling Allison bitch and whore. (laughs) Like, it's so (laughs) funny to me because she's literally like, oh, it's almost
1: like she's more offended by the language than like the threat. She (laughs) she's so freaked out. It's like this next scene is like a horror movie because like I mentioned before, it is very dark inside this office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She doesn't even turn some lights on in there. She just runs to the elevator as we hear the phone ringing again. And she then hears somebody else in the office as she's trying to open the elevator door. Because it's not opening. Of course. It's like Slasherville. And she runs to the emergency exit to go down the stairs. And she runs into Keith.
0: Okay. (laughs) Hold on a second.
1: Isn't there a shadow too? Yeah. She sees someone there. There's like
0: a shadow walking along the wall yeah. towards her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Keith, it's like, how many times does her creepy stalker have to call and Keith immediately show up afterwards for her to
1: get it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's so infuriating because this is like
0: the third time I think that he has shown up right when she got
1: scared. Or, at least. Or she hasn't recognized the pattern of bad thing happens and then Keith shows up. Like I when know. Billy got his ass kicked. Well, it's like, don't you have
0: even just a little be like, that's weird. Keith started showing up and all this shit started happening.
1: Or even if there wasn't bad stuff happening and Keith just randomly shows up at your office after hours when no one's there, you'd be like, that's invasive.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing we have to accept is we're, only Allison doesn't find Keith incredibly ke- creepy.
1: Right. We all do. <laughs> and everyone else around her finds yeah, him creepy. Yeah, absolutely. Like Amanda finds, hates him. No one likes Keith. Nobody likes Keith, except yeah. for Allison for some reason. Um, so Keith's like, hi, Allison. Yeah. He's like, Allison, what's wrong? Are you
0: okay? <laughs> we got to find out who this guy is. <laughs>
1: Nobody knows. <laughs> it's very mysterious. <laughs> he's just so dull. And she he's like, I got worried when you didn't show up at your party. Why was he at the party? Why was he invited? No. Um we see Billy and Amanda dancing <clears throat> together and we pan up to Jane and Joe watching the scene below at the from the balcony. Right. And Jane is wearing an off-the-shoulder peasant blouse. That's her divorce blouse. It's peasant, but it's off-the-shoulder now because she's looking. (laughs) (laughs) She's showing a little skin. Yeah. And um, we see Jake slow dancing down below with some bimbo. Yeah. Because they're dating other people. Right. Supposedly. This is something that happened during the off-season,
0: That's what I like about this um, premiere, because shit has happened while we
1: were not with them.
0: Right. And I like that. I do,
1: too. So while we were on our summer break or Melrose Place was on its summer break in between seasons one and two, Jake and Joe broke up. We do get a little bit of exposition about that.
0: Yeah, because if we remember, he he kind of said that to her after he found out she had the gun on the season finale he's like well maybe we
1: should see other people and we were like whoa where'd that come from well we also learned that it was partially because she didn't want to move in with him and he's like where's this going yeah there was a few reasons so he's dancing with this girl she looks like the girl from the cherry pie video
0: it's kind of like a sandy
1: type too yeah she's blonde really bleach blonde cut off shorts yeah it's that vibe and Joe actually calls this girl a bimbo. And Jane calls, Jane says, Is that his new whore? Yeah. I was like, Jane?
0: <laughs> Jesus. Like, J- it's not her fault. Like,
1: Jane hates all women now and Jane, all men. I was going
0: to say, <laughs> and all men. Like, she hates everyone. She does not trust women or men. No. And it's very funny because yeah. it's such a turn for her because she was so sweet all the time. No, she's like, You, you might call her a whore. Yeah. It's like, Jane, not everything that happened to you happens to everyone
1: else. (laughs) Like, calm down. Yeah. Jake is hardly Michael Mancini. No. And Joe tells Jane, she's like, I don't understand why I'm so good at taking risks in my career and with my photography. But when it comes to my love life, I can't take a risk. It's like enough, Joe.
0: (laughs) Grow up. (laughs) I'm just so sick of it.
1: So Allison arrives at the party with Keith. Yeah. Matt says hi, and he's carrying a blender. He's <laughs> Give him something to do. He's got busy work. Mm-hmm. He's uh, in charge of margaritas, frozen margaritas. Of course, they put Matt in the kitchen. They're like, like, he has been assigned a task from Amanda. She's ordered him to make the drinks. Right. And he's honestly the only person
0: I would trust. They're cooking. Mm. Maybe Michael Mancini.
1: For certain things.
0: A few I would trust his signature dis- dishes.
1: Yeah, we would I think we talked about that. We'd trust we trust his like grandmother's recipe. Yes. But I would definitely Matt is like the cook in the building. I'm not eating Allison's food. Her tuna surprise.
0: Her tuna surprise or her lame ass jarred pasta. <laughs> like.
1: Or Billy Campbell's omelet
0: a la Campbell. Everything a la Campbell. That means to me, oh, you cleared your fridge out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which can be good, but not with you. But he puts some questionable things in that. Oh, omelette. we talked about that. Yeah. So he um, he arrives with Allison and and Matt says hi. He rushes off with his blender. Then Billy and Amanda walk over and Amanda tells everyone she's like, I already feel like one of the gang. Poor Amanda. She Amanda just seems so much older than everybody else. Yeah, and she probably isn't. She's probably like 5 years older than these people, maybe like so she's like between 5 and 10 years older, but she just seems so much older. I do remember like when I watched
0: this thinking like she's an adult. Yes. There.
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean like
0: she, she just she was like a professional or something.
1: Yeah, she's so professional. Billy and Allison excuse themselves and Billy says to Allison, who invited Keith? And it's like, good point. That is a great point. Who invited Keith? That's the question we should always be asking. Why is anywhere we are? (laughs) I would be so rude to Keith if he was like adjacent to my friend group. Oh yeah. I remember that
0: party where Billy was so mean to him or the dinner party with just him and Amanda that that was a great scene and Billy was just completely an asshole the whole time. I
1: would make Keith feel so unwelcome. <laughs> me too. I hate him. He would hate me. So, Allison tells Billy he's just worried. He's just worried with all the phone calls from the stalker. Billy's like very concerned and he, he knows. He's like, this is a sinister plot. Yeah, he's suspicious. He's very suspicious. Of we get Keith. some
0: mega eye acting from Billy the more his suspicions grow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And he then says to Allison, well, have you even told him that we're a couple? And she's like, I'm working up to it. And it's like, we also were wondering. Why haven't you told him? Why are you still? I mean, Billy has given Allison so much leeway with this and he's been so patient with her. It's very weird, her behavior.
0: It only makes sense if she's like, I don't want to tell him while he's here because I can't deal with his craziness. I need him back in Seattle to tell him. No, but it's not about that. No, like that's the only reason I can understand.
1: I would just be like, look, I get that you guys were in a relationship, but it is weird that you're spending so much time with your ex and that you're seemingly like, and that you're just allowing him to sort of, like, can't you see what he's doing? Yes, um, her behavior around him is weird. Well, she's just like we're
0: friends. It's like, like it's like no, it's too weird.
1: They yeah, it's not a
0: it's not like an ex friendship. It's it's different.
1: It's very different. Yeah. Um, and so they just des- they decide though that they're going to tell Amanda and Keith that both of them are in a relationship because I guess Amanda's still unclear about the status of Billy and Allison's relationship, which seems to have
0: been cemented. From the end of last season, because it was a little wishy-washy even at the end of last season. Like, are you officially a couple? Are you fucking? Like, what?
1: Joe and Jake have an awkward talk. They're like, hey. Yeah. You want to go for a walk? Then we cut to Amanda yelling at Matt. Matt, someone just kicked over one of your speakers.
0: And he's like, oh.
1: She's just barking orders at him. Yeah.
0: She's like, get these people in line, my (laughs) guests.
1: And then Amanda says, she goes up to Billy and she's like, Billy, I'm going to need some help cleaning up after this, especially around my place. Yeah, she's shameless. She's so shameless. So Joe and Jake go for a walk. Did you notice the neon art that was behind them while they were walking? No, It was like a... It looked like a music store. I re- I like rewound it a couple times I'm like where is that? It was like a guitar, a triangle, some squig- squiggles. I took a oh, picture of it. Cool. It was like very it was like a rainbow neon scene
0: happening. Maybe that was inspiring Jake for his Jake Spike's design.
1: I think it's the same <laughs> it's the same vibe for sure. Cuz
0: he had the squiggly lines too.
1: It was very 90s. Yeah. Um, they're going on a little walk and Joe says to Jake, she's like, okay, I do want to move in with you. Yeah. Like now now that I've seen you with that whore, I know I can't handle it. (laughs) I'm jealous. jealous. I want a commitment. And he's excited. He's like, finally. Yeah. And they start kissing in the middle of traffic.
0: Yes. It's like, what is this? A rom-com? Everyone's furious at that. People are honking. They're
1: I, I Someone
0: said, get out of the road. And and they used a lot of budget on this crane shot. Yeah, they did. Because they're up really high and they're pulling back and we see the traffic building up behind their kiss.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes. Anyway, this is a good place to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: Wow. Nice. Yeah.
1: Back at Melrose Place, everyone's cleaning up after the party, and Allison and Keith are hanging... Like, Keith is still hanging around. Why is he in the apartment with her? He's hanging around the apartment. If I were Billy, I would just be like, you need to leave, pal.
0: It's just weird that he's lurking around still.
1: It's just so clear what his motives are. Even if even if he wasn't doing all the stalker stuff, yeah. it's just so obvious what he's doing is not wholesome. Right. He's like the guy who stays way late
0: after everyone leaves the party. Yes, And you're like, go. oh my God. (laughs) You
1: know what I mean? One time somebody stayed at my house after a party I had for like three hours after everyone had left and they were just hanging out. That's crazy. And I kept doing the like, oh, now I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Now I'm putting away stuff. Now I'm going to go to sleep now. No, this <laughs> like, person would not leave. And it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. But Keith is definitely that guy. And Allison says, those vodka tonics really sneak up on you. Yeah, she's, he, she's, she's drunk. He pours her another. He starts pouring her another one. He's the one who's yeah. been getting her
0: drunk. Yeah, he's like, here you go. He knows he knows he needs some alcohol in her to get her
1: pliable. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's doing. Amanda wants Billy to come upstairs to help her clean. And so Keith and Ellison sit down on the couch and he pours more vodka for her. Yeah. And she turns it down. And he's just staring at her like a creep. He's also sitting like way too close. That's not how a platonic friend sits on the couch next to you. No. At all. And he's like smelling her. He's getting a whiff. He's getting a whiff of Allison He's and catching her, her scent, her vodka tonic scent. <laughs> and Allison is slurring and she's just talking shit about Amanda. Cause that's like what gets her off. She look, I will say she is a little obsessed. <laughs> she she's obsessed with Amanda. If Allison wasn't completely heterosexual, she would probably want to fuck Amanda. Right. And, but, ma- she, and if, she, if someone asked her, she would probably be
0: like, well, if I had to pick one woman, it would be Amanda.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, she then falls asleep while she's in the middle of talking shit about Amanda. And then Keith starts caressing her while she's passed out. He's like, rub- he's like caressing her hair. Yeah. Upstairs, Amanda needs help moving her purple velvet swivel tub chair. She always needs help from a guy. She's always asking for help moving shit. Yeah. That's like her little trick, I think. But she only ever asks the hot guy. Well, she's smart. (laughs) She only ever asks the guy that she wants to fuck. Yeah. Oh, can you help me? She's not asking Matt for this. No. She wants Matt to uh, go in the kitchen and make. You can press the button
0: on the blender, you can lift (laughs) a blender probably. Yeah, she doesn't
1: doesn't want Matt to come inside her apartment when when they're alone because that doesn't give her anything. So Billy's helping her and he breaks the news that him and Allison are officially in a relationship and like we're together And and I love Allison. And
0: Amanda has to be like, duh, I mean, we all know that.
1: Like, like like she's not mad. She, yeah, she's not mad. She's it, definitely not mad, and she's like, "Well, I give you my blessing." Yeah, thanks. Meanwhile, Keith carries Allison's limp body to bed. Yeah, he. This he's like, this is my job to do this. It's
0: so because there's like there's zero reason you can't let her pass out on the couch. you and know just what I mean? Leave and leave and leave. Or find Billy. Like, that's what a normal person would do. Like, hey, Allison passed out on the couch, but I have to go.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. No, but instead, he carries her to her bedroom. And when he does, he shuts the door behind him. And locks it. And locks it. And he throws her on the bed. And she is passed out cold. Yeah. And she's on her stomach. And then he starts taking her dress off. Oof, this gave me the chills. It was so creepy. This was so creepy. And he takes her he takes her dress off like he pulls it apart because it's, it's like zipped up the it's back a zipper back and then he plants a very wet kiss on her back and it's, it's so wet you can actually see the saliva because he
0: doesn't just kiss he like opens his lips kind of and slides
1: them kiss <laughs> do you know what i'm saying it's a wet kiss it's so gross it's disgusting As he's doing this, he hears Billy calling for Allison. So he quickly zips the dress back up and Billy comes in and Keith is like, oh, it's just tucking her in. And I was like shocked that Billy
0: is like, well, why did you lock the door? Billy tried to open the door and couldn't. Right. It's like, I mean, Billy was annoyed, but I would have been like, why'd you lock the door? Yeah, that's fucking suspicious. And I would have told Allison that. Also, if you are bringing someone to bed, there's zero reason to shut the door or lock the door. Right. Because
1: you put them in there and leave. The only time you would shut the door is after you left. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's it. So he Billy's like, I don't I don't think that's your job, Keith. It's not. And he's like, good night, Keith. I love Billy and Keith's hate. Each other. I, I love how rude Billy is to Keith. I love when he's really rude.
0: Rude. He to has him. zero. Yeah. He he's never respected Keith. He always hated him. I Even
1: think. before Keith was a sex past or a known sex past, he was just like, I don't like this guy because he's boring and like there's something sort of narcissistic
0: about how boring he is because he just rambles on and on without a care for how other people feel.
1: Yeah, that's just a bad guy. Like the dinner party they all had together where he was dunking on the advertising industry right in front of amanda it's like you just met this woman yeah he's rude why are you behaving like this the next day jane is rushing to her car and i don't know she's like carrying fabric samples she's carrying all kinds of shit she's got a life okay she's got a busy life as a career woman and she runs into matt who of course helps her pick up her shit yeah and put it in the car he walked out just in time to help he walked out just in time to help and Michael rolls up and he gets out of his car and he like marches up to Jane and he's like, what the hell is this divorce papers? Like he's he just, shocked.
0: He just leaves his car like in the middle of the street too.
1: It's like still running. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's furious and he is screaming at Jane that she had the audacity to file for divorce and they start squabbling and going back and forth and you just hear Matt go I'll just wait back here. I wrote that down. <laughs> I laughed so
0: hard. This is a classic Matt line. I'll just wait back here. Like there was zero reason to add it story-wise just for, but it was like purely for fun. It's like he probably ad-libbed it. Right. He's just, she's like I'm sick of just standing around while other people have good scenes. <laughs> And I'm just here for no reason.
1: Yeah. It's everyone, very else, funny. everyone else gets a good storyline except for me. Um, and then he's, he's, Michael's still yelling at Jane. And we find out that Jane found her divorce lawyer on TV. I think she hired Saul. Yeah. I think she called Saul Goodman. Or Sweet James. Oh, from here? <laughs> from LA? Yeah. From no, LA. No, in my head canon, she, she called Saul. Okay. Michael is like, I'm not signing these papers. He, he doesn't want to give Jane this divorce. And so she drives off. And then Matt stays behind to talk some sense into Michael. Yeah. To sort of calm him down. And Michael's bitching to Matt. He's like, everyone's taking her side. And Matt, Matt who's fed up by this point, he goes, well, maybe that's because she's the one who got hurt. And Michael's outraged. He starts screaming at Matt. Yeah. And then he apologizes once he realized he just
0: screamed at Matt during his when he was yelling at Matt. He's like, "Why don't you save it for the disadvantaged youth you work with?" <laughs>
1: or something like that. It was so mean.
0: He was really railing Matt like it was over the top.
1: He was like dunking on Matt because he has this like altruistic job. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Why don't you save it for the kids of the halfway house?" <laughs> <Yes>. so- <laughs> piece of shit. And then he's like, whoa, he catches himself. He's like, I'm sorry. Once
0: again, Michael is still struggling because he wants to be seen like a good guy. Yeah. Because he apologized. I was shocked when he apologized to Matt. It and, was kind of like unexpected.
1: And then he says, he tells Matt, he's like, that was out of line. And I love this from Matt. He goes, no, Michael, it's right in line with all the crap you've been pulling lately. Yeah. He, Michael, he needs to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt, Matt knows about boundaries. Oh, totally. He he doesn't always execute them with people, but he knows about them. Look,
0: I trust Matt more than Dr. Phil. Me He's too. He's going to lead me the right way.
1: 100%. Joe and Jake are packing up stuff to move in together, but neither of them have decided which apartment they're moving into. I mean, it
0: seems obvious that it would be Joe's apartment. It's bigger. It's a two bedroom. It's upstairs, which seems nicer to me. Yeah. To be upstairs. I don't know.
1: Well, and usually like I mean and Joe's is like decorated. There's like a concept. Jake's is just like, Oh, I got this couch.
0: Also, she does have a good point that she's created this dark room in one of the bathrooms.
1: Right. Like it just
0: does seem more obvious of a choice.
1: Right. And Jake is Jake is being stubborn. She's like, Well, wait a minute. What's wrong with my place? And she's like, Well it stinks, Jake. It stinks. (laughs) Um, she's like, mine has a dark room and it's cleaner. And they eventually agree to move into hers. Yeah. And they get horny about this. Ugh, the storyline is so boring. Yeah, it's really boring. They start going at it on the floor. Her carpet actually looks pretty dirty.
0: I just like, you know, the storyline's getting boring to me because I'm like, I don't even get turned on when they fuck anymore. I and, don't care.
1: No, we want to get to the good stuff. Michael arrives at a property for rent on the beach right on the fucking
0: sand this is (laughs) and kimberly is like it's affordable i was like there's no way even back then that was affordable like that is an expensive fucking house
1: yeah it's a fairly good sized little house it's not an apartment it's a house it's a house on the beach not even like (laughs) A Across block the from street. the beach. No, it's on the sand. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like those houses in Malibu yeah. where they're literally on the sand.
0: Even if it's a cottage, it's still a huge amount of money. Like, And it wasn't
1: really clear if they were renting or buying.
0: I think it was a rental, but that's still going to be a lot of money. Of
1: course. yeah. Um, Kimberly's there with their realtor or whatever, and she is ecstatic yeah. that her and Michael might possibly be living together at this beachfront property everything's coming up kimberly and she's like i've always (laughs) dreamed of living in a place like this yeah and she's really into it but michael's distracted by the divorce papers
0: which is weird because he is getting divorced (laughs)
1: like what is he thinking he's like it's not about jane Because to him, he's like, he's like offended that she is trying to divorce him first or something. Uh, Yeah,
0: I think he wants to do it. It should be his decision or his call. Right. Even though he didn't, she didn't tell him. Right.
1: Right. He wanted to be, he wanted to be like, well, I guess we should get divorced.
0: No, but for Kimberly, everything is going exactly as she wants it. Right. Right.
1: And Michael's like going off on Jane. He's like, it's a slap in the face. Classic Michael that he's
0: mad at Jane for what he did. Right. (laughs) Well, it's like she's only acting this way because of what you did.
1: Right. She was never like this before.
0: And this isn't like some I feel like someone like Jane who's super passive and kind of low key. The only way they can get the fight in them is by going overboard. Right, like, yeah, they have to get to an extra level of mad in order to do
1: anything. And she hasn't even gone full mad yet because at this point, the divorce has stipulated like the divorce settlement that she's drawn up or whatever with her lawyer that she has right now is like just 50 50 split of what they have, right?
0: Which isn't much,
1: which isn't much anyway. And but it's like the principle of the thing for Michael. No, he's crazy, but Kimberly calms him down and she's like this is a positive we're starting our new life together and he's like all right let's get this place and she's ecstatic yeah that night allison is out to dinner with keith they're having like a romantic dinner we the scene opens
0: the close-up on two martinis Mm -hmm. so we know it's allison (laughs) <laughs> we know it's an Allison scene before we even see them. Yeah. And it pulls back and it's Allison and Keith. I was shocked. It's unbelievable. She, he is there supposedly for work. Right. But she's literally hanging out with him every night. Yeah. Wouldn't you be like, if your boy, ex-boyfriend comes to town, yes, if you are on good terms with him, maybe you hang out with him for dinner one night, but every fucking night.
1: Right. That doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. Um, Yeah. Like, And this is a very romantic looking place.
0: Yeah. It's like an outdoor dining,
1: white tablecloth type restaurant. Yeah. And they're having martinis. Um, (laughs) Keith Keith tells Allison that he thinks that her stalker might be a neighbor. And he tells her, I'm going to do some poking around. The fact that
0: he starts going down this road where he's going to help find who the stalker is, (laughs) is
1: crazy. It's like when somebody takes your Coke and then they help you look for it. Yeah. It's just wild. But I mean, sure. He, yeah. He
0: probably like, she'll never guess it's me. Cause why would I help her try to find him? He's so smart. Yeah.
1: And then at that point, Allison tells him, Billy and I, our relationship has developed into what you might call a romance. Yeah. She says it like that. A romance. A romance. And she tells Keith that she loves Billy, and it's been difficult with him coming around. Yeah, like it's been difficult with you here. And Keith is like disappointed, but he puts on his like fake nice guy act, where he's like, "Don't worry about it, Allison.
0: I can't say I'm not disappointed, but, but don't
1: worry about it." Yeah, and and then he he says, "I'd do anything for you, Allison, Billy or no Billy." Yeah. At the complex, Jane is swimming in the pool in her white one piece. And Joe and Amanda are hanging out poolside and they're all chatting. And Amanda, of course, is... See, this is the friend you want in this situation. absolutely, Because she's like, Jane, what are you doing with this dumbass divorce settlement? You need to sue the pants off of him. Yeah, And you need to sue Michael for future earnings.
0: She's this is where I was like, exactly, like Amanda knows how it fucking works. like right. You don't just split things, fucking own his ass for cause it's like it is true, especially in a case with someone like a doctor, you helped put them through med school. You took care of them while they were in school. You do earn you do have a right to what you kind of invested in that right. I
1: think for sure. she's smart, and she's exactly the friend Jane needs in this situation, right. Um, and she says, she, Jane is like I, of course Jane she's so pure she's like I just want this marriage to be over and I get that too I get that I get that too kind of like with Joe she just wanted her marriage to be over and but even done. Joe now is like I, re- I should have done more and she should have yeah um and Amanda's like make him hurt
0: yeah and that works for Jane Cause she, she knows that that might be one of the only ways she can stick it to Michael. Right. Yeah.
1: And this convinces her. And Amanda even has an attorney for Jane. Of
0: course she knows a guy.
1: She knows a cutthroat lawyer <laughs> who better to ask for that than Amanda. Um, Allison arrives home, but she can't hang out cause she has too much work. I wonder yeah. who gave her that <laughs> work.
0: Cause Amanda's never going to stop. No.
1: But Billy welcomes Amanda home and he's Uh, Allison. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That That would be interesting. Billy welcomes Allison home with candles. And Allison lets Billy know that she told Keith and she also brought champagne to celebrate. Yeah. And they start making out. And they head to the bedroom, but they go into Billy's bedroom and Allison stops and she goes, are your sheets clean? Dude, (laughs) this was the least hot conversation. This is what this
0: is why this relationship will never work (laughs) because he's still like a teenage boy. Yeah. And she's the mom figure. Like that is a gross, like the fact that she had to ask that. And of course he said something like, yeah, you just washed them the other day.
1: That was and the, I was like, yeah, of course. That was the worst part of that conversation is knowing that.
0: She, she does his laundry. She does his laundry. And changes his sheets, which yeah. is the worst, the most annoying thing to have to do.
1: Yeah. Um, no, Allison will never fuck on top of a Niçoise salad. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, I I obviously I love nice, clean sheets. But if you're really in that moment, it's like
1: not what you're thinking of. It's not top of mind. No. The phone rings. And we, they don't answer it because they're fucking. And we cut to Keith in his motel room on the other line and he is shaking and he's like shirtless Mm -hmm. and he's just like vibrating.
0: And this looks like a cheaper hotel to me than the one he was in initially, right?
1: This like looks like a crime scene hotel.
0: Yeah, it's like even worse than the one Michael was staying in.
1: Yeah, it's not even, like, divorced husband, like, no. estranged husband motel. It's, like, k- murderer motel. Yeah, Michael's
0: Motel was, like, one of those long-term rental hotel, Like, people stay for a long-term, yeah. like, a month or so, like, because they're here on business or something.
1: Um, or you're getting a divorce. Yeah. Uh, he, Keith looks like he's going to explode, and he slams the phone down when the answering machine picks up. And then he just starts pacing around the room like a yeah, madman. Yeah. You know
0: something's coming.
1: And he, he goes up to the mirror and he's shaking and he's holding a picture of Allison. And then he's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? He's walking around the room and he walks up to the TV and he headbutts the Ugh, TV.
0: I almost fainted.
1: He slams his head down onto the TV. It's like the corner. Yeah.
0: So it's like really... It splits his head open. It
1: splits his head open and he goes up to the mirror and he looks at his bleeding face. Yeah. And kind of like... Can you imagine doing that to yourself? (laughs) He's so awful. He's fully unhinged. Yeah. The next day, Keith is just lurking in his car outside of the complex with a bandage on his face. Yeah. And he's watching Billy leave and after Billy leaves, he goes over to their apartment and Allison's still there. And when she opens the door, she sees the big bandage on his face and of course, like clockwork. She's like, "Oh my god, Keith, what happened?" If I if someone
0: I know, if I open the door and see someone I know more than one time just standing there, I'm not going to trust that person. <laughs> like that's like you. She, how many times has she opened the door and Keith is literally just standing there he's, when they have no plans to hang out
1: or meet or anything? He's so invasive. Yeah. It's even like crazy. Even if it was just like a platonic friend, I'd be like, whoa, we need to like establish some boundaries. It would be weird. I don't want anyone just showing up. Just showing up out of the blue with a big bandage on your face. And Keith tells Allison that he got attacked by a guy in the hotel parking lot with a tire iron. And then he says, it was the same thing that that guy who attacked Billy, it was the same thing he hit Billy with. Yeah. He tells this to Allison, and he also tells her that he made a police report and that, um, Alison, I want you to come to the station with me so that you can, um, like give a disc- like whatever, let the police know you're also being harassed. Give them to some, just kind of do this. Yeah. To yeah. give them some information about your stalker. um, Allison, at the police station, Allison tells the cop that she wants to keep this investigation private. And the cop makes this big thing about, oh, you, you know, your friend, Keith, he he really uh, started this whole investigation.
0: I mean, little does the cop know. He literally started
1: <laughs> by stalking Allison. Yeah. It's all him. And as they're walking in the parking lot, Keith is like, oh, I'm so dizzy. Right, and Allison, of course, is in caretaker mode. Right.
0: Like, here, Keith, like, she, don't she, go alone. Like, I'll stay with you. Like Yeah, yeah. like,
1: she's not just going to leave him alone. So she offers to help him back to his hotel. That night, Jake is bringing more of his shit over to Joe's apartment, and Joe starts to realize just how much shit Jake has. I thought Joe was pretty mean in this scene. She was
0: yeah unreasonable she
1: was a little mean she's like look at all this shit and she's like what is this surfboard where are we gonna put that yeah i mean and jake deserves some space he, i mean i
0: get making a conversation about what we display or whatever but he has a right
1: to have some of his stuff yeah you guys are moving in together and jake of course gets irritated he's like well, where's my space
0: yeah this little broom closet because <laughs> she's okay oh, oh
1: she has c-
0: come commandeered the second bedroom she's like that's my room because he was going to put some
1: stuff in there right i mean because she's already <laughs> commandeered the bathroom
0: because that's yeah. where her
1: dark room well, is. It, they have they must have two bathrooms right so she's already taken over completely one of the bathrooms i mean if i was jake it's like okay
0: so that means you're paying three quarters of the rent right cool <laughs>
1: yeah sounds good um and whatever they have a little they have a little bickering
0: i mean i literally wrote jake and joe
1: it's stupid because this storyline is just so boring to me she makes a joke about the odd couple oh right and she lets him know she's going out with jane and the girls oh yeah because and he's like
0: where are we going and she's like, um, I'm going. Right. Just because we live together doesn't mean we do everything together. I mean jerk like, girl time. <laughs> yeah. I'm all friends with the girls now.
1: Allison arrives home and she tells Billy that Keith was that Keith was attacked. And Billy's response to this is so funny. He says what, but it's the way he says it. He goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> like, like not a like what? He's just like, what? Like he knows that's bullshit yeah billy's
0: just billy has zero sympathy or empathy for keith at all like he's just not having it he
1: knows that this is a crock of shit and allison is like billy he has a concussion it'll be a couple of days before he can travel and then she says to billy they hit him with the tire iron just like the one they hit you with, and Billy goes, "Who said anything about a tire iron?"
0: Yeah, his little wheels are turning now.
1: Yeah, he's like, "They didn't know I was if I
0: was hit with a tire iron." And we remember when Billy got hit; none of us knew, right? No, because we were like, "Did he get hit with something like a bat?" Because it was unclear, right?
1: Right. Joe and Jane arrive to pick up Amanda. Uh, Allison, and they say that Amanda's meeting them at the restaurant. And then they all go to the restaurant, and they're now, ha-
0: here's where I first realized Jane really hates men. Yeah, because she, when she comes to pick up Allison, she says in the meanest voice possible for zero reason to Billy, "Plans tonight, Billy." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Oh, she hates all men now." Yeah, because there was Bill. It was really uncalled for. On her part. And I'm the last person
1: to defend Billy. Right. But he did nothing. No, he did nothing. He's just standing there slack-jawed. No, it was crazy. So when they get to the restaurant, they're having their little girl time. It's really cute. And Jane's talking to the girls about living alone for the first time and how this is like really a new adventure for her. Right. And as she's in the middle of telling this story... Michael and Kimberly arrive at the restaurant. Of course. Of all the restaurants in Los Angeles. Yeah. They arrive at this one. And Jane and all the other, all the girls notice this immediately that they are at this restaurant. And Michael and Kimberly also notice. Right. That Jane is there with her friends. And Kimberly is, is like, Michael, should we leave? And Michael's like, well, I'm not leaving. Yeah, both Jane and Michael are like, no, we're staying. Even like, though, even though this is incredibly awkward. Yeah, for neither everyone else. Every,
0: both of them are proving a point.
1: Yeah, Michael's like, oh, I'm not leaving. She better, she better get used to the fact that I'm getting on with my life. Yeah. Uh, and Jane tells the girl, she's like, I'm not leaving. I'm fine. And so they change the subject, but Jane is very distracted now. Yeah. Cuz unlike Michael, she's not like a sociopath. No. So she's having feelings about this. Um she can't help but look over at Kimberly and Michael. I mean, I would. I'd be so invested There's, in that. If I'm staying, it's to spy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to like learn something.
1: But Jane is overwhelmed and she excuses herself and she runs into the bathroom. And there's a pause and then she just starts barfing.
0: She has to run right past Michael and Kimberly's table too. Yeah. Which I would have died before doing. Humiliating.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Billy goes to Keith's hotel room. Ugh. And he asks Keith and Keith is like, Oh, where's where's Allison? She's not supposed to be alone. And yeah. Billy's like, She's with friends. She's
0: fine, Keith.
1: She's fine. And then Billy starts questioning Keith about the assailant. Yeah, heard about
0: the tire iron. (laughs) Just
1: like, (laughs) as if he, like, his showing up there,
0: it's like, you don't care about Keith. Like, the funny thing with me, like, let's just pretend for one second, what happened to Keith is real. Yeah. Billy, Billy acts like, like Billy. Treating Keith like that, if Keith really was the victim of something, is it really hilarious? Because <laughs> he's not 100% sure. Wouldn't you hold back like slightly
1: until you had more proof? Not t- Billy. Until you had definitive proof. No, but Billy's disdain for Keith is so strong that he's like, I'm not even giving this motherfucker the benefit of the doubt for one minute. I'm going over there. Yeah. And I'm going to basically tell him in so many words that he's a fucking liar. Right, and this is my only reason for coming over. It's pretty insane that he went to his hotel yeah. room. Um, and he, he's like, huh, you got hit from the front, I got hit from behind. Say, the same tire iron. You know, police never said what hit me. It was just a blunt object. Yeah. He's like, huh, that's funny how you know it's a tire iron. Yeah. And Keith is sweating, because he's like, okay, Billy's got my number. The other weird thing is that he got hit
0: from the f- front supposedly, but did he not see <laughs> the guy approaching
1: him? Who like, did it? Yeah, right. And Keith says to Billy, "What are you getting at, Billy?" And Billy's like, mm. "Yeah, and
0: two two of the most milk toast men fighting <laughs> before our very eyes." <laughs>
1: And Billy leaves, and Keith is fucking mad.
0: He doesn't want Billy ever trying to disrespect him. No. Not Billy.
1: The next day at the hospital, Jane arrives to confront Michael, and she has arrived wearing a sexy black dress. Yeah. This is her sassy, recently separated look. This is her revenge dress. Yeah. Yeah. And she presents Michael with new papers from her new attorney. Here's my new papers. (laughs) (laughs) And she tells him, I'm going after your future earnings. And he's really upset. And he's like, Jane, this is not you, Jane. He, he's like, you're watching him in real
0: time realize he no longer has control over her mm. and he's losing it.
1: <laughs> he's really upset. And she's like, see you in court. Yeah. As they say. <laughs> <laughs> see you in court, Michael. The next scene is Keith with some sketchy guy. And we know he's sketchy because he has a ponytail. And if a guy in a TV show has a ponytail. He's either a hippie or a sketchy guy. Yeah. That's the only two times a guy has a ponytail on TV. Now this guy is
0: super sketch.
1: Um, And we see Keith hand this guy some cash. And then he says, eight o'clock exactly. You know what to do. So we know something's going down. Yeah. Michael returns home to the beach house and Kimberly is waiting for him wearing a gold satin slip dress. Just sitting there. Like when he opens the door, that's the first thing he sees what doesn't <laughs> isn't she have to be at the hospital like isn't she working right? She has just as busy a schedule as he does she's he says to her he's like we're gonna have to hide us living together, yeah, for the sake of this divorce settlement. yeah, I don't know quite what he's getting at. He's I, just in panic mode, he's in panic mode and Kimberly's upset, but Michael's like, "You think you're upset? What about all the money I'm spending on lawyers' fees?" Yeah, and he's like, he tells her, he's like, "I'm not going to be able to afford half the rent," and Kimberly tells him, "I'll cover it, Michael." Yeah, she's going to cover everything. She's going to pay his way because she just wants to be with him so badly, and she loves him. Yeah, crazy. And then they kiss, and they go out into the deck, and they start. Going at it on a lounge chair. Yeah, they're horny. They're very horny. At the complex, Joe and Jake are having a candlelight dinner. She's wearing a very loud patterned blouse. And she is scared because neither of them are talking during dinner. And she's like, this is what I was afraid of. We'd run out of stuff to talk about. And he's like, I was chewing. Yeah, he's like, my mouth's full. She is crazy. Yeah. Like the way she panics like this. She's so anxious in this scene. And Jake's like, dude, it's fine. It's going to be okay. The phone rings. It's Amanda. She needs Jake and it's an emergency. Well, the emergency is she needed help lifting her TV up.
0: She's just working her way through the, um, the complex.
1: All the hot guys. All the hot guys. Eventually, it'll only be Matt left. And she'll be like, that's uh, not going to work.
0: Nah. I like also when Joe says that maybe she needs to see her shrink again. And Jake's like, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fundamentally broken, they, both of them. They are.
1: <laughs> Just like. Um, Billy returns home and he's like, Allison, I did some research about stalkers.
0: I was like, did he go to the downtown public library? And get out the
1: microfiche. <laughs> what did he do? Where did he do research? He had to have gone to the library. Yeah. They don't have internet. No. And he tells Allison, like, all stalkers have the same thing in common. They all were some guy who felt like they were rejected.
0: And they're owed something. And they're
1: owed something. He starts turning into criminal minds over here. Yeah, he's in the BAU. He's he's about to, he's like. <laughs>
0: the unsub is a.
1: White male. <laughs> yeah, the unsub is a white male between the ages of thirty and thirty-five. He he
0: might be in a respected field and is very
1: organized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, might be, he also might be impotent. He's definitely impotent. And his mom <laughs> he has mo- he has mother issues. He might have had a past childhood trauma. Yeah, with his mom. Who would have used something <laughs> who might have hit him with a tire iron. Hit the tire iron. Put a goldfish on
0: his dick. That, yeah. was, that explains his interest in marine biology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he's he tells Allison, he's like, It's Keith. Keith is the stalker.
0: And Allison's drinking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> While he's telling her all this, she's like, Oh, I need to relax. Yeah, meanwhile, she's pugging vodka. Mm. Um, And he's, he's furious and she's like, Billy, that is ridiculous. Yeah.
0: I've never heard of such a thing. Like (sighs) it's like, this would never cross her mind at all. She can't believe
1: that he came to this conclusion.
0: Like, wouldn't you at least be like, that's crazy, but maybe like Keith is crazy. He's crazy. Like, and Allison has seen this, like, this is not like she's seen behavior from him I think that would make you think maybe that he might be
1: capable of this right?
0: because super controlling uh, the way he tried to isolate her.
1: I mean, also just how their relationship began. It began with so much deception. It's,
0: it's a little, it's been a little obsessive from the
1: start. Right. Um, so she, she, of course, Keith shows up in the middle of this. Hey, hey what's going on guys i just happen to be here because <laughs> he's
0: there every night probably <laughs> listening and he hears himself being talked. he's like i need to i need to jump on this train of thought before it goes further with allison right right
1: and um Al but allison tells keith keith i don't think it's a very good time and billy just blurts out i just told allison you're the stalker billy's the
0: king of just blurting shit out <laughs>
1: Loves it. Billy has no tact. No, no. Like you he really need, doesn't. Like you, if you really think that this guy is a dangerous stalker, you need to tread very carefully.
0: Yeah, but that is one of his more appealing characteristics that he has no tact. Yeah, it is very funny to me because I'm not involved in any situation where I'm going to get injured.
1: <laughs> um, and Billy is like, and I found out. He's like, I did some digging on you. I found out, I called the hotel and I found out that you arrived a week before you said you were here. And Keith has an answer for everything. Of course he does. And Keith loses it. He grabs Billy and he's like, how dare you? And then he tells Allison, he's like, Billy showed up at my hotel room like dirty Harry last night. Billy. (laughs) I mean,
0: this is one of those scenes where Billy does look crazy. Yes. They're like definitely filming it or it's written in a way where Billy, it's like the classic gaslighting where no one believes him. Right.
1: And he, the more he says the crazier he looks and that he did do something foolish showing up at his hotel room. So now there's that like truthful piece. To there's this a whole truthful thing. piece and it's also
0: something he didn't tell Allison. Yeah. So it looks suspicious.
1: Yeah. Allison's not happy about this. Um, And Keith is like, Allison, I only arrived a week earlier because my company flew me down. Took me a week to get up the courage to contact you. Yeah. Uh, As Keith is in the apartment telling her all of this.
0: Droning on and on.
1: The phone rings and we see the guy who Keith paid earlier in a phone booth. And he says, you're mine, bitch. And the other funny thing is when the phone rings,
0: Billy says, I know who it's not. Because <laughs> he I, I love that about Billy, that he is like 100 percent all in. Yeah. And then when that guy is on the phone, he's like, oh, shit. Right. Which is funny to me, because wouldn't you be like instantly he paid someone to do that?
1: <laughs> like He's so far convinced himself.
0: Yeah. Does it make sense that he would be like immediately like, oh, I guess I was wrong? Because he's confused, right? He's like,
1: confused. He's not convinced that he's wrong. He's just like, there's got to be an explanation. Yeah.
0: But this. I'm just surprised he immediately wasn't like, well, how do we know you didn't pay someone? Like,
1: right. Just because that would be really in line. Yeah. And so Allison, of course, she slams the phone down. And she runs to Keith's arms, which is like, Alice. Other thing that's weird. Allison, why is Keith comforting her? Why isn't Billy comforting you? Why aren't you running into his arms? No,
0: she was literally immediately in his arms, which was bizarre to me.
1: And then Keith says to Billy,
0: Any other theories, Billy? <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hate him so his much. His
0: voice is one of the worst voices I've ever heard. Ever. Just like the delivery, the tone... The cadence, like all Ugh, of it. It gives me the chills. Allison's like, I'll walk you out, Keith. Which is another weird thing. Because it's like, you are a victim of a stalker. Why are you walking Keith to his car? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? He should be like,
1: no. Because I don't want you walking back alone. Stay inside. Right? <laughs> and Billy is staring at them through the window. He's steaming mad. He is steaming. Ugh. What an episode.
0: Yeah. Now we're cooking with gas. We are
1: really cooking <laughs> with gas. Oh,
0: Okay. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I mean, I'm just happy we're finally here. Me too. And I know it's still the beginning. Yeah. Because it's going to get even crazier. Yeah. But it's already sort of the <laughs> seeds are planted. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I said, when I read that Wikipedia page that was literally like 30 paragraphs long and that was just a synopsis, it was not detailed <laughs> supposedly and I, it was just like one thing after the other. So I'm very excited. Was there stuff you had like forgotten about? Uh Yes. But the minute I read it, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was definitely like one of those things where I remembered everything. Yeah. But I had completely forgotten. The thing I love about Melrose Place and I what I liked even back then, because I was such a um, daytime soap opera watcher yeah they cast so many daytime soap actresses on this show yeah and i saw one of the one of the guest stars coming up soon is christian alfonso oh (laughs) who was on days of our lives and like a huge she had a big romance like it was a famous daytime couple um her i can't remember the guy's name but he had an eye patch (laughs) (laughs) it was like a boy from the wrong side of the tracks and the rich girl type romance or something were you a Days girl no, but i I used to read soap opera digest, <laughs> so I knew what was going on on every show right I was a um I liked ABC soaps, so like general Hospital, one Life to Live uh, all my children, but I also liked um young and the Restless. My mom was a young and the restless head so i when I was a young young child, I would watch that with my grandma. that was her oh. favorite oh. uh. Soap opera. So that was my first soap opera. Young and the Restless? Yes, but that one was on really early. That so one, when I was in school, I couldn't watch it. That one has the best theme song. Oh, absolutely. So the ones I watched mostly would be One Life to Live and General Hospital because those were after school. Yeah. So I could watch them. Right. And I didn't I never had watched the NBC soaps. But Days of Our Lives was so hot yeah for a period like everyone loved days of our lives right the other one I liked was um I would love to watch it again passions right (laughs) that was the out of control paranormal like it had some supernatural (laughs) elements I mean any good daytime soap has a supernatural
1: element every once in a while (laughs) so Um, yeah yeah all right well we will be back shortly with episode two bye bye